Yo, kick it. You know what I was thinking? What are you thinking? Are we running? Well, the pre-roll's running. Oh, no, not the pre-roll. Naturally. Well, I'm looking for my, uh, what's my call it? Your topics? Yeah. I just pulled mine up. Oh, you got topics too? I got topics too. Look at that. I was prepared this week. Look at that. We're efficient now. Kind of. See, what you guys don't know is that me and Gabe spent 50 minutes trying to figure out the mechanics of all these. (laughs) How does a mic stand work? (laughs) Uh, That's not the right thing. What What are you doing? Documents for dummies. Come on, man. She. She. Sorry. I promise I've done this 60, almost 60 times-ish. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. America. You ready, Gabe? Aye. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids Podcast, episode number 57. Five, seven. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Me and Gabe are learning this stuff still. We're not perfect. <laughs> Shit, Adam's not perfect. I, I sat in an hour in a room with Adam trying to figure out what's wrong. Also, if you hear a random child screaming, it's, I promise it's not the kid that I keep chained in my garage. It is my daughter. That you keep chained in her room. You keep chained in her room, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm your host, Jacob. And uh, this week, I have Gabe, because Gabe's back. Hoy. Gabe, buddy, old pal. How was your week, man? Uh, I can't really complain, man. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a solid week actually. Solid week. Uh, yeah. Actually, today we we went to Chuck's because my father's birthday tomorrow. Oh, nice. So we had a nice little birthday. I forget how uh how fucking good that place is. Chuck's man. is good. Yeah. Definitely. I had crawfish jambalaya. That Ooh, shit was fucking fire. That sounds good. Chuck's breakfast is is the shit. Yeah. I've actually. I mean, Adrian were actually talking about this the other day. I actually never had like not breakfast there, so I'm gonna have to check that out soon. Enough. They have um. For those of you in the area, Chuck's is attached to the Voodoo Lounge and stuff. And uh, so, you know, I was looking at the bar menu, and they have three full pages dedicated to all sorts of beers and stuff. Nice. And so for those of you who like beers out there, by all means, Chuck's is the place to go. Uh, great barbecue food, great Creole food. Mm-hmm. It's just an overall sweet spot in the area. Yep. Very good. And like I said, the breakfast is just like the bomb. Oh, yeah. I have uh, Fuck. brisket omelet every time I go there. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, it's so good. But that's besides the point. But other than that, anything else going on this week? Anything else going on this week? I've been drinking a lot this weekend. Man. Yeah. I had Friday off, so we just got hammered. Who's we? Uh, just me and a couple of the guys. Copy we that. watched uh, Scooby-Doo and Cyber Chase Friday. Okay. We got hammered. I, I would say it was pretty successful Friday, yeah. if you yeah, ask man. me. Um, you, you don't realize how much, how, how goofy those movies are until you rewatch them. Oh, yeah. And you're like, wow, this, yeah. is, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, Saturday was... Just alcohol in Blue Mountain State. Yeah. And then today was mimosas and lunch with the family. Nice, nice. So I can't complain. Very cool. Uh, my week, uh, I'm my first week full-time at the FedEx. Oh, so boy. Jacob that, got a big job. Yeah, so that's cool. Honestly, it's um, I'm pretty much doing the same thing I was doing. I'm running a dock on Daystart, and on Twilight, I kind of just hang out until it's time for me to go home. There you go. Yes. Well, I, I mean, you're making, like, thrice more. So. Yeah. So it's it's, um, it's solid. Um. Literally, like, uh, I found myself doing, like, actual, like, dock research. And, like, I have two bulk trailers on my dock. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, well, why? You know what I mean? So I kind of did my research on that. And I shouldn't. So I'm actually getting that changed because I actually took the time to look into down. stuff. Yeah, look, look into stuff. So uh, we're, ma- we're making some changes over there. So that's cool. Just uh, as a quick Reminder, Jacob is the first of the Cabbage Patch Kids to go full-time. Full-time. Yep. Yeah. We've been, like I told uh, everybody, I'm like, we infiltrated full-time management. <laughs> Took us long enough. We are in. Yeah, <laughs> we are in. But um, so, yeah, other than that, man, cool week. Uh, I actually just worked shy of 40, uh, 40 hours because uh, it was Friday. I'm like, yeah, it was like 730. I'm like, yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, your salary down, right? No, I'm, no, I'm still out early. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, so I, I take it. I'll take it. So I did. Uh, but other than that, pretty smooth. Uh, baby's been a little fussy, as you could tell. Yeah. Um, other than that, no, nothing to complain about. All is well at Casa de Jaramillo. Uh, but with that, we are back for normal topics. And Gabe, I'll let you open up with yours. Uh, I know you had a couple of things you wanted to mention. Okay, so uh, it is 2018, as it we is. mentioned. I would like to take a few minutes to remember, or rather remind, some of our listeners things that turned 10 this year. All right. So I strictly stuck to movies and albums. 
Okay. And I paired them up nicely, too. It kind of lined up really nice. All right. Okay, so I'm going to do movie and the album that it corresponds with. Okay. Or, or closely corresponds with, Got right? It. So we have the first Iron Man came out 10 years ago. Wow. And the album to back that up, I put uh, Lil Wayne's The Carter Three. <laughs> Because I thought it was kind of fitting for RDJ. Okay. All right. Next up, we have uh, Incredible Hulk, 10 okay. years old. Okay. Uh, along with Death Magnetic by Metallica. Oh, good one. Right? I like this one personally. This is my favorite one. The Dark Knight. Uh-huh. All Hope Is Gone Slipknot. Ah. Right? Wow. Then we have Hancock. Yeah. 10 years old. Hancock. Wow. Uh, 808s and Heartbreaks, Kanye West. Okay. All right. Uh, we have Wally. Oh, shit. Right? That one's weird. I yeah. saw that on the list. I was like, oh, shit. And then I paired this one up with uh, The Way of All Flesh by Gojira. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then the last one, uh, Tropic Thunder, because that one was another sneak sneak up on me. I was like, what? Tropic Thunder? Tropic Thunder it's really? 10 years old. That and uh, Black Eyes by ACDC. All those things are 10 years you old. You know what's fucking year. crazy? I remember seeing Tropic Thunder in theaters with an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? And That's now fucking crazy. It is 10 years later now. You are now 24, approaching 24. I am 24. I'm You're 24, 25. approaching 25. Oh, and 10 years ago, he Stop. saw Tropic Thunder in theaters. Stop that. With a now ex-girlfriend. Oh, God. Stop. There we go. Stop. Things that turn 10. Also, that one Scream Aim Fire turns 10 this year as well. Ooh. Yeah, that's a that's a goodie. I don't have a movie to back that one up. Maybe Slumdog Millionaire, but... Is that 10 years old now, too? Slumdog Millionaire oh came God. out in 2008. Oh, my God. So that is my list of things that turned 10 this year. That's kind of mind-blowing there. That's a, 2008 was a good year, yeah. musically and, yeah. and movie-wise. There's a I, lot of bangers. I'd agree with that. There, that's just the kind of the tip of the iceberg, but the, the list goes on oh, with those I movies, see. man. So it's the album list. Oh. But, yeah, dude, think about it. I, I, remember don't, when, I don't want to. <laughs> I remember when All Hope Is Gone came out, and I... I begged my mom to, to call into school sick that Friday so we could go to the mall and to FYE and pick wow, up the CD. FYE. Yeah, dude. So I, I bought the CD and I listened to it all day. Where did I get my album? Because I know I bought it too because it was relatively close. The album release was relatively close to my birthday. I remember that because... August 20th, 2008. Yep. So I waited a little bit and I got it for like the, literally the day of my birthday. I went to the mall with my sister. I don't think I went to FYE though. I think I might've got it at maybe like target, topic. <laughs> target or something maybe. Yeah. Um, but wow. That kind of blows my mind. I have t-shirts like that. Cra- Cause in my head I bought like three t-shirts that day and I still have those t-shirts to this day. So those, not t-shirts. No, just, just t-shirts, just metal t-shirts in general. I think I had, I think I had a bullet for my Valentine t-shirt in there. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. Now those shirts are 10 years old. And maybe it's time to throw them out. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I remember when that uh, when that album came out, and I, you know, that opening track as Slipknot likes to do, always make it creepy and eerie. Yeah. That execute, I think, was for yeah. All Hope Is Gone. Yep. And just led into to the fucking album. I was like, oh my god, you know. Yeah. That was good days, man. Buying yeah. CDs and. Uh, it, wasn't that, it felt like it wasn't even that long ago. That's kind of crazy to me. I don't like that, Gabe. Why'd you do that to me? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, I saw it. <laughs> oh yeah, and okay, so a couple of things. I liked it. It yeah. was good. Was it scary? No. But what they did write, it was more of a thriller movie. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, um, there was a scene that fucking got me good. Because it was one of those where, like, everything's calming down. And you're like, oh, all right. That was a cool scene. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking dick. That's what I get. Yeah. Um, so, me and, me and Mr. Parker discussed this the other day because he saw it, too. Um, something the movie did really right is that it made... I don't, I don't want to dedicated to a particular character but it made the movie itself really interesting okay and it kind of grabbed you into it you know because you were like yeah like i want to see more i want to learn more because it gave you enough of pennywise where you were like yeah but it gave you just little enough where you were like dude they need more pennywise okay so i don't know if it's because i'm getting older or simply because they took a different approach to the film but i wouldn't call it also you know just fucking terrifying yeah but it is a good film yeah it gave you the eerie feeling without totally going over the top like I said, it is definitely more in the thriller category. Okay. Um, I fucking dug it, dude. It, right. it was fun. Sweet. Definitely cool. There's a lot of good scenes in that movie, just like with the first one. Very cool. So I, three point five out of five. I think that's fair. Yeah. Good watch. I'd nice. watch it again. And they ended it. This is what kind of bugs me, but kind of you know, with the way cinema is today, the ending of it, it was like it, you know, like the title, and then it said chapter one. And well, that's how it ended. We knew all that because they're going to come back in twenty-seven adults, years. Yeah, yeah, with the adult thing. So, we 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 kind of knew that was going to happen. Um, but I mean, whatever. 
yeah. I, I think it's a good time for that to for it to come out. Um, exactly 27 years yeah. after the first with one. that and with all of, like I said, um, because it's almost expected for these movies to be sequels. We talked about that in the previous week. Um, so it's almost like, well, of course, it's, of course, it's going to have a sequel because, of course, yeah, if it's the story, because the story was built around, you know, two time periods and all that. So um, I'm not too mad at that. So we got anything else? Gabe, what else is on the docket for you this week? Uh, you can go ahead and fire away. OK, so last week, I mean, Adrian, I talked about Insidious, right? We saw the new Insidious movie. OK, cool beans. Uh, brief su- summary. It was OK. Didn't need to exist, though. I think it, it takes away from the magic, the magic of the first three. And I think the first three could have been very easily a very respectable trilogy and had that be it. But anyway, so I talked about that last week. But with that, it's led uh, this resurgence in my head. And you and I talked about this a couple of years ago at this point about wanting to make a horror movie. Right. OK. Because this studio, Bloomhouse Studio, which we talked about last week a little bit, has been putting out. I don't want to say low budget horror movies, but low budget horror movies, turning the quick dime and making more. And I kind of like the idea of a studio being um, like specialist in something. And granted, them not all of them are hit or miss. So I wanted to pull out this um, like list of films that they put out and uh, why I like it. So Paranormal Activity, right? So obviously that we have you know feelings about that. You know Paranormal Activity Two, Insidious, Activity Three, The Baby Makers, never heard of it. Uh, Sinister. Okay. Sinister. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paranormal Activity 4, Dark Skies, The Lords of Salem, The Purge, Insidious 2, Plush. I don't know what Plush is. Uh, the, the the marked ones, The Paranormal Activity, Oculus, uh, 13 Sins, Purge Anarchy, Mockingbird, Mercy, Stretch, Not Safe for Work. These these are starting to get into the territory where I don't know. I haven't even heard of them. Ouija, uh, The Lazarus Effect, Unfriended, uh, Area 51, which that just sounds like shitty right. alien movie, which I, I kind of dig. Uh, Insidious Chapter 3, Creep. The Gallows, The Gift, Sinister 2, which I heard sucked. The Visit, and my Shyamalan. Uh, Paranormal Activity again. Visions, Curve, The Veil, Martyrs, Hush. J- Adrian said Hush was really good. Um, the Purge again. Ouija, la la la. Split, which is another Shyamalan, uh, Shyamalan banger. Get Out, which apparently was a sleeper hit for this year because I think it's nominated for a couple of Oscars, I think. Yeah, copy that. Um... Creep 2, Amityville, la, 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 la. And they have Truth or Dare. They also, this ties into what we, something we've talked about in previous weeks, they're also doing the new Halloween. So oh. this, I like the idea of a studio dedicated to, dedicated horror. to horror movies. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, I don't think we have enough of studios that are dedicated to a particular art form. What about uh, Disney and their endless sequels? But Disney has like a, a wide open category. Right. So this is one. catalog rather. That's, but, um, that's, a, that's an interesting approach. Yeah. I like it, uh, and it makes me want to make a horror movie. So what I think is that, first of all, it's a good idea. Yeah. Because if you try and dick around too much in other genres, you're not going to perfect your craft, I guess. Right. right? You know, yep. if you have too many hobbies, you don't have enough time to devote to just one solely. Yep. So what I think is going to happen is, is like, I mean, they already have like a solid roster yeah. of movies up there. Um, a bunch of those are hits. But I think that now people are going to start coming to them as yeah. opposed to the other way around. They're like, yeah. hey. We know you guys made this. You want to help us crank out this one film? Yeah. And so, and they're going to start having like, you know, the whole setup and shit. Like, yeah, yeah this is how you roll a horror movie. Yeah. I, I think it's cool, man. I dig it. Yep. Uh, and I think uh, we'd have more of these, more more of these studios dedicated to doing this style of movie. Because obviously we have like Marvel Studios, which no shit, they're going to make comic book movies. Yeah, right. And, uh, but I like the idea of this. And uh, like I said, reinvigorated my, my love for horror and I need to make make one myself very good copy yep very good copy uh so you never know maybe 2019 maybe you'll have a uh cloverfield (laughs) eight yeah right uh but yeah so that's what i that wasn't even actually on my list of topics but something that we didn't really get to cover uh we know we talked about new mutants a little bit and how we're looking forward to it but how is your overall opinion about kind of x-men going horror Um, what's your your vibe on it okay well i've mentioned it before i'll mention it again x-men is my shit i think if they start taking more, a more mature approach with X-Men, it'll be a very good thing because the comments, the comics not limited to, but including new mutants. It's a lot of the times it's not like a PG kind of subject material. They hit on a lot of stuff and I'm not saying crank out another film like Logan, but as you can see, the violence kind of really was really nice with the whole theme of yep. everything is shit and everything's going to die. And yep. I think, 
as long as this isn't going to be a hey, if we make it a rated R movie, people will love it yeah. thing. I think if they take caution with it, you know, to the wind, then I think they can crank out a good movie. So not even just the violence, but how about the horror aspect of it all? I dig it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna watch X Men stuff, whether it's a fucking comedy skit with Gambit and Nightcrawler, yeah. or I'm gonna watch you know a horror New Mutant. Copy that. So because I know that they have all these TV shows like on Fox now that like, right. based around <clears throat> the whole universe of X Men. I haven't really watched any of them, but they're they, they're cranking out a few of them now, so it's kind of interesting. I might have to check those out. Uh, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll yeah. see. Um, we can talk about this all day, but yeah. at the end of the you know the end of the year, it's like, well, is it good? Did we watch it? Yeah, true. Yeah, we'll see. You're definitely right about that. Uh, so also, I mean, we talked, we mentioned this in the group chat quite some time ago, but I, for whatever reason, kept on forgetting to bring it up. So Batman has an anime coming out made up of, according to you guys, legit. Yeah, anime yeah. makers, uh, big names, big names, in big the, names in the anime field. Uh, Batman Ninja is lo- the title. It looks fucking awesome, and yeah. I may have to check it out. I think that's going to be Jacob's entryway into the anime world. Well, I guess we'll see. But my thing is like, uh, how do you think this came to be? Like, usually those things are kind of disconnected, anime and in, in, in the superheroes, I guess. At least the American ones. Um. Well, usually, but recently, um, in the genre of action anime called shonen, there's a show about kids um an anime show about kids who go to high school to become superheroes cool i think that kind of bridged the gap between east and west Ah. because there's a lot of superheroes is a very western thing yeah and anime is a very like eastern thing that has western influence vice versa yeah i think that show really kind of bridged the gap ah and i think batman is one of those universally loved characters Mm -hmm. where i mean you've seen like gotham gaslight yeah you've seen Flashpoint Paradox. Mm-hmm. You've seen all sorts of Batman. You've seen Beyond. You've seen this. You've seen that. You've seen fucking Adam West. And then you see... Um, Frank you know, Miller Batman. Frank yes. Miller Batman. Yeah. It has a... It, the substance is very malleable. Yeah. And that's part of the appeal. And I think Batman in something like this is going to do very well. So you think it's a good fit? I think... Um, I, I think Batman as a cartoon is great. Yeah. But we've seen it. We've seen it for years. Yeah. They've been cranking them out since the 90s. Yeah. We've seen... Probably most, if not all, the movies between the two of us. Yeah, I think a new medium is going to be good for this. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be really it cool. It expands that reach to the audience they meet. I don't know how big you know superheroes are in like things like Japan and you know the Eastern Hemisphere and stuff like that. I don't really know, but um, but something like this is going to you know yeah. kind of reach out to cool. the appeal. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, trailer looked tits. It did look fantastic. And I'm going to have to check it out. So, I, don't, I mean, I don't even know how one goes about finding anime. I mean, I'll probably be able to talk to you about that when it comes out. Right. Because um, Honestly, I, I'm if it's good, I'll probably buy it and we could have a movie night. I don't know if it's is it it's like a single film or is it like a series. Do we know? Ooh, that's a good question because we did talk about this. Yeah. Uh, for, for those of you who are listening, this is kind of old news. This yeah. is November 2017, yeah. November, October. Um, I don't remember, but I think if it's not a series like an anime – it's going to be at least two films. Copy that. Because the runtime on those things, I mean, usually like hour and a half. Yeah. If you're looking at, you know, because you got to consider like Batman animated movie and then you got to consider anime movie. Yeah. So probably an hour and a half, give Definitely. or take. Uh, and it looked like there was a decent amount of content in there because they had a whole bunch of characters that they kind of sprung in throughout the trailer. So it'd be I kinda, mean, that's Batman for you. If you yeah. don't flash your villains, what are you even doing that's in a good Batman? Point. Yeah. So that was something, like I said, that's something that kind of uh, we missed, you know, because we were... In and out of the podcast scene at that point. Yeah, very excited for that. But that it is going to be hype. Uh, with that, um, what else I got? So in the vein of Batman, there was an actress. I don't know if you heard anything about this at all because it's absolutely ludicrous. Um, there's a particular actress who says she wants to play Batgirl. Lindsay Lohan wants to play Batgirl in the next... Uh, yeah, okay, and I want to be the Pope. <laughs> and uh, my thing is like, no. <laughs> I'm sure... If she really, 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 really wanted to, I'm sure she could act it, but the studio is still going to say no. Yeah, because she's a fucking train wreck. Because you're going to need uh, – you're either going to need somebody that's completely grounded in the acting world and very much respected. Like, I don't think Emma Watson would be a bad bad girl. Ooh. Right? Right? Ooh. Right? Or some fucking up and newcomer that we've never heard of that has a shitload of talent. I'm cool with that. Emma Stone could be a good bad girl. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like I said, you, you got to have – a female actress that's either like people know the name and they're like, yes, yes. yep, or some newcomer that's going to totally blow us away. True. You can't have 
some sloppy mediocre. Yep, and that's you know? what, that's Lindsay Lohan in a fucking nutshell. Sloppy mediocre. That's not this. Like I said, that's just something I want to like. Hey, that, that's a good Emma Watson is Batgirl, yeah, right? I, I like that fit. That's that's a cool one. That's a good one. Yeah. We'll see what comes out of that. Uh, yeah. So that's something that I, I got. So, um, uh, you know, this is something that we've talked about previously, but this thing is starting to catch a lot of a lot of steam, a lot of you know traction. Yeah, a lot of traction. Obi Wan standalone <laughs> film. Okay. <laughs> we, we, Ewan McGregor, you are my dude. I love almost all the movies you are in. Malin yeah. Rouge, Train Spotting, Star Wars, yeah. even though that you know that yeah. wasn't his fault. It was yeah. a train wreck. But at this point, he is literally saying, Hey Disney, Fuck I'm it. down if you're down. Fucking make me old Ben one more time. DTF. Yeah. So um, like I said, this is starting to catch a lot of news. Like a lot of people are like, Okay, it's something that was brought up before, but Ewan's like, Okay, at this point, like you said. I'm ready when you are, Disney. Make it happen. So, how it's gauge our interest in this. We know my interest. Obi-Wan's my, my, my favorite Star Wars character. Oh, yeah. He's definitely up there for me as well. Obi-Wan's um, a total badass. And I want to know more. It doesn't even have to be... Because uh, I don't really imagine him in the desert being very interesting of a time period to cover. I mean, maybe it could be. I don't know. Just fucking thwacking Jawas on the head. Yeah, I don't think... Don't it, it could be. This is what they should do with it. They should have Obi-Wan reflecting on his life in his hut. So it's a flashback movie. And it's a flashback movie, and it trails it, in the side of four, where he's like, yeah, where he comes and rescues Luke. Yes, that's cool. Yes, that's cool. Uh huh. Give me an origin story, but give me kind of him like flipping through like scrapbooks, so to speak, and kind of being like, well, this is what happened. Pulling out his high school yearbooks. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. That I like that to, idea. That needs to happen. Um, how do you feel about Ewan? Oh, I love him. I love him. Do you want him to play? Because because there is an age issue here. Yeah. If we're being a bit honest, but Ewan McGregor is a very good looking guy. Yeah. And I don't think it's something that makeup can't fix. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um, I, I'm totally down. I mean, he's proven time and time again that he can act whatever role you throw yeah. at him. My thing is like they don't even have to like they could do it like him. You know, shortly after the events of Revenge of the uh, Revenge of the Sith, right? And have him like I said, kind of flipping through it, maybe five, six years down the line. And like the very end, they don't even have to show him looking old. They could just have him kind of like a silhouette of him, him throwing out his hood, walking through the mountains of Tatooine to stumble across a, a young Luke Skywalker, saving him from the. See, and honestly, if they want to do like the best of both worlds, because I'm sure they want to find another actor. Yeah. Right. Because if this whole spinoff thing's going, they're probably going to touch Obi-Wan again. Right. Yeah. And you and McGregor. It's not gonna be around forever. Nobody is. Yeah. I honestly, what I would totally be fine with doing is if we saw Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan in the hut, and we saw him reflecting, and then in the flashbacks, it's a different guy playing Obi Wan. Okay. Kind of a nod to both. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, Ewan, you know, this is like, like, let's wrap this up for you. You know, yeah. like, you want to do this? Obviously, the fans want you in this. I think that'd be a cool idea because yeah. then you still have, you, you say salute to the old guy. And you say welcome to the new Which guy. Which is kind of awesome because if you think about it, like, remember when he first signed on, it's like, wow, that's a, that's young Obi. And now he's become old Ben. In a yeah, way, right? In that's so... That's weird. So weird. Because yeah. when you when you watch Phantom Menace for whatever fucking reason, you you know, you see, you're like, damn, dude, he was 19, 20? Yeah. He was like our age. Yeah. Crazy. And then Tag of the Clones came around. He was approaching 30s. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith, mid thirties, and now, now look at this. Now he's old Ben. Now he he is old Ben. And it's, and it's it's weird to me because like I think a lot, of, especially like a lot of the purists, and this is kind of showing my uh, hypocrisy when it comes to Star Wars. Alec when, Guinness, they're gonna bring that up. People people are gonna see when people hear Obi Wan, they think Sir Alec Guinness, not me. I think Ewan McGregor, and I'm sure you're probably the same way too. I you know what it is? It's those Star Wars purists. Yeah. That grew up. That your dad's generation, yeah, that saw Star Wars in theaters in the seventies, and they're like, Alec, Sir Alec Guinness is Obi Wan. Yeah, I get it. That's the Obi Wan you grew up with. Yeah, but that's not our Obi Wan. Yeah, Trump is not our president. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right. And um, but I mean, there's there's your other I, issue. He's dead. Yeah, he's been dead for a minute. It's too. not like you can, <laughs> you know, like, are you gonna fucking bring his corpse back? But and my, little bones. This, this is what I, this is what I wanted to happen in the Last Jedi. I wanted old Ben to come out, but not as old Ben as Ewan McGregor, and him to be like, look to be like, who the fuck are you? He's like, bro, I'm Ben. Like, what the fuck? He's like, well, why do you look different? He's like, I want. Am I stuck in the same body because of the force? Like, I can do whatever I want, which is true. Fucking if uh, Yoda could bring down a fucking bolt of lightning, how come? Yeah, right. Mister Ewan McGregor couldn't come back as old Ben. I'm just saying. Like, it would have been funny for him, like, as like a nice comic relief moment where fucking uh, Luke would have been like, fuck are you? And he's so like, you, you think at the end of nine, we're going to get um, 
the nice bonfire again yeah. like at the end of six. And then the bench is now going to be Yoda, uh, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Luke. Should, this is what it should be. It should be Yoda, Qui-Gon, Obi, Anakin, and Luke. What about Samuel Jackson? Nah, fuck Bri- Sam. Bring him back, but bring him back with uh, the Pulp Fiction afro. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. That'd be a fucking hilarious deleted uh, yeah. scene. That would be good. They'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so um, Ewan McGregor, I, I I love him. Yeah. Great guy. But honestly, if Disney's like, no, there's not much we could really do at this point. Yeah, right? it sucks. Because he has pull. Yeah. But against, you know, a fucking giant like Disney, the good Illumina- luck. The Illuminati, as I mentioned before. Yeah, the Illuminati. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I want it, though. Give it to me. Give it to All me All right, now. let's talk about um, uh, this tour. Okay. Okay, so. You have more details on it than I, so it's I do. Um, so Fall Out Boy dropped their album on Friday, their new album. that They, they postponed it because hmm. it was supposed to drop last year, but they're like, we're not happy with it. We're going to push it back. Yay. We're going to do how, how we like it, which I respect. Yeah. You know, you're the artist. First and foremost, you have to like the album. Yeah. You're going to be playing this shit probably for the next 10 years. Yeah. If you're still together. Yeah. Um, so I like the new album. I dig it. Um, all right. And then and then they dropped they dropped the album and the, the tour the same day. So it's called the Mania Tour. Obviously, Fall Out Boy is headlining. Then we have Machine Gun Kelly as your, you know, next up. Rise Against on the Chicago stop only, which is fine. And then he, here's the here's the other like supporting acts. Gym Class Heroes. Uh, my personal favorite every time I die. <laughs> <laughs> Against the Current. Okay. Uh, State Champs. Lift. Uh, nothing Nowhere. Crush and DCD2. I don't know those last two. But l- let's just talk about this for a second. Okay. Fall Out Boy. When you think that, what do you think? That they're touring with probably pop punk bands, Panic at the Disco, that subgenre, right? Yeah. Right? Makes sense. It, yeah. it totally makes sense. But then first first and foremost, where the fuck did Machine Gun Kelly come from? Well, my uh, I don't have anything against MGK. Uh, l- let me preface this by saying I'm not upset with this tour because yeah. I'm going. I'm going to go to this show. Copy. But I, it was just like... Did you did you and the promoter like smoke a bunch of fucking dank ass weed beforehand? You're well, like, yeah, let's see. I will I will give them credit for this. They are bringing on a bunch of young guys. Minus every time I die, who's been doing it longer than them. I think every time I die is gonna be the oldest. They're yeah. gonna be the grandparents in this fucking Easily. show. And they're probably the most party crazy partiers out of all of them, too. I imagine. I would not doubt it. Yeah. Uh, so I give them credit for bringing on people maybe that like are young and up and coming. So. Uh, MGK, you know, he's been around for a while, but people like him, you know, I I don't have anything against him. I dig MGK. I just don't know how I feel about him fitting in. Yeah. Cause, cause looking through somebody who's going to be there. Yeah. I mean, you know why I bought tickets. Yeah. Cause every time I die, wait, hold on. They're on the Chicago stop for sure. Yeah. You're sure. Yeah. Okay. Cause they, they dropped the dates and every time I die, retweeted the Chicago stop. So it's safe to assume they're at the Chicago uh, stop. How mad would you be if they are like, oh, no, we're playing only the East Coast stops? And how mad would you be? I mean, they're going to come around, dude. They're still touring. Yeah. Uh, I'll catch them. Okay. And you're still going to go to the tour regardless, even if they're on there. Um, I, I, like, I like Rise Against. I like Fall Out Boy. Against, yeah. And I'll, I'll, go, I'll go for Machine Gun Kelly. He has a couple of bangers okay. that I like. Fair enough. Um, but, but, yeah, like my whole idea is like, all right, so I'm clearly going for every time I die. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sit there. Through probably one or two bands before that, I'm gonna fucking rage for you know every time I die. I'm gonna mosh the shit out of my girlfriend, uh, and then I gotta sit through Machine Gun Kelly. And oh, I'm sorry, it's probably gonna be Rise Against, Rise Against first, Machine Gun Kelly. Well, well, that's what I, that was my next point. Um, Fall Out Boy, obviously the third tour, so they're headlining, and they should headline anyways. But Rise Against should be playing before them, right before them, yeah. because they, a they're from Chicago, b they're bigger than Machine Gun Kelly. And yeah, they should honestly, yeah. it's, you know, so it's just transitional, you know, yeah. when, you, when you go to like a hardcore show, you're, you're expecting a hardcore ensemble for the most part. Yeah. You always get those weird outliers, yeah. like old wounds that nobody knows what the fuck they're doing yeah. anyway. But yeah, how, how, you know, how, like, what is my body going to do? Is, am I going to combust when I go from, from criminal or I'm sorry, from decaying with the boys to criminal machine gun rapper Kelly, you know, <laughs> I don't know, man, I might implode, but I'm excited. I mean, it's, where, where are they playing? At Wrigley. Wrigley. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> Let me know how that goes, buddy. <laughs> I'll be sitting at home being like, why? why? Whatever. But my thing is like, um, 
what are the fallout boy fangirls gonna do when fucking werewolf breaks out <laughs> and the one or the one or two three big burly tattoo men wearing flannel come out and just hang on let no 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 have you seen andy recently no he looks like he eats people like you and me <laughs> for his post-workout meal all right you know what he does on the side yeah. he wrestles does he he he's a wrestler uh, and he is the guitarist for every time I die. He's fucking huge. So that, he should be a wrestler. Tell me what kind of lifestyle that is. That is a, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. All right. Keith Buckley, it is probably one of the most profound lyricist, vocalists looks like still Jesus. alive. He he looks like a metal Jesus. He yeah. yeah. Jordan Buckley, this this man can fly. He's the, <laughs> the outside of myself, the one of the meanest little men I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he is crazy. He will jump <laughs> off. 12 foot stack of fucking speakers and you name it dude yeah. he'll jump off it mm -hmm. all right and then goose their new drummer crazy uh -huh. their bassist also great yeah uh mitch i think his name is mm -hmm. and it's like shout out to them for one being like fuck yeah we're touring with yeah Fall Out Boy. what you mean fuck you mean yeah we're taking that tour i, I think it'll be good for him all right I mean, I mean there's there's always more fans you can make yeah i guess but but you're right the the follow-up boy fan girls are gonna be like what, what the fuck just happened? What is a party animal? <laughs> <laughs> da -da -da -da. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's interesting, but uh, like I said, I, well, there, there's multiple reasons why I don't go. A because Wrigley Field is a is a place that I refuse to step foot into because it's religious. It's like a religious, you know. Like, yeah, no, I understand. I, I'm a, I'm a Southside until I die if I refuse. Uh, B, I'm not big on Fall Out Boy. I've never been. That's fair. Uh, and I, progressively they have gotten worse. This is, this is the way I explain it to Adriana. The more weight Patrick Stump lost, that's his name, Patrick Stump? Stimp? Stump? Stoopy? Stump is the, the singer. The, yes. the, the ginch, right? He's the yeah. ginch, yeah. yeah. The more weight he has lost, the worse they have gotten. So I, I kind of would like them better when they were when he was. Fat. You liked them better when they were wearing eyeliner. Yeah. All yeah. right, Kapian Jacob is a scene girl. I'm just saying. Uh, all right, all right. What, what's your thoughts on this tour, though? Uh, I, like I said, I, it's cool. I think that they're bringing, you know, young people, younger bands out on with them. And I think it's kind of paying it forward because I'm sure a lot of bands did that for them. Even bands that they didn't necessarily fit in with. Um, now they're pop radio people and whatever. I don't care for it, but people do. And they sell tickets and they're going to sell it out, I'm sure. Because, A, it's Wrigley Field and Chicago and they're from here. And they like I said, they're on the radio. So they're going to. Oh, yeah. They're from here, too. Yeah. I forget sometimes. The, them yeah. and Rise of Guns. That's going to be a good yeah. show then. You know, all they got to do is throw in Disturbed and we got a fucking best of Chicago going on. Throw oh, there's a bunch of Chicago bands that we could True. probably toss in there, sprinkle yeah. in. Uh -huh. But yeah, dude, I'm excited. Yeah. I, um, Sounds fun for you. I think <laughs> I just, I just want to know, like, what the fuck they were smoking when they're like, dude, let's call Keith. Let's call the Buckley brothers and see if they you know, want. You know what it was? <laughs> I could imagine like one of them. Like, uh, cause I'm sure one of them is still in tune with what's going, you know, where they came from, so to speak, uh, like the underground kind of a vibe. Cause they weren't always radio radio. Well, cause they prefer, they even said themselves, they would prefer to play the bottom lounge and like the house of blues than, yeah. than a stadium. Yeah. Cause they like that better. Yeah. And that's and respectable. Um, uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if one of them was like driving to like the studio one day. They're like, you know what? These guys kind of, these guys kind of bang. Let's give them a call. You, and that's what happened. You know what? Um, I think I mentioned it before, but, uh, Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. He is a massive Every Time I Die fan. Yeah. And I mean, he has New Junk Aesthetic, that album cover tattooed on him. Yeah. And he is on It Remembers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From, you know, yeah, from yeah. Low Teens. Yeah, yeah. And I know him and the Fallout Boy crew are like really close. close. So I'm sure that was like the connect. The lead in. Because, yeah, dude. That's cool. He, like, um, he paused his set during some Summerfest. Panic at the Disco. He, uh -huh. He's like, shut up. They're playing. They're playing. <laughs> but yeah. Cool tour. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Like I said, I'm not going, but let me know how that goes for you, buddy. Hey, Amen. Anytime they're in town, I'll catch them. Yeah. And, and by that, I mean every time I die, not follow up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> also, okay. So I know where this is kind of like the catching up episode because this is something we really get to talk about uh, when it happened because we were out and about. But, you know, the new Avengers trailer dropped a while ago. Um, looks fun. Looks exciting. Uh, I love some of the one-liners they gave fucking Thanos in the trailer, where it's like he's just king of one-liners. Yeah, where he's just talking about what do you say? Um, oh, enjoy or no enjoyment is not something that one considers when taking over the universe. He's like, but I'm not gonna lie, and this puts a smile on my face. And like, that's a fucking good line right there. Yeah, it is a that's tattoo worthy a, line. That's a good fucking line. Um, so yeah, overall, we're excited. I mean, that's not something that we have to get too much detail about, but 
we just so you know we do we we do acknowledge that it, it exists but we're looking forward to it i guess but that's yeah uh also in the same vein of marvel stuff black panther coming out next month right february yeah yeah uh do you know that the tickets are like flying right like, yeah because it's a um any and i don't mean this in a bad way to our listeners but it this is the marvel movie that embellishes every black rights movement ever yeah it is like and, and like again I, I like i'm saying i'm not saying it is a bad thing yeah i'm saying that they're using this as an opportunity to address issues in our modern new yeah. world and i think it's really cool they got kendrick on the soundtrack good um i mean we got all these fucking nominated actors and actresses mm-hmm. it's gonna be phenomenal yeah i um am i gonna see it maybe i'm gonna see it maybe. i decided well they have, they have multiple things going for them a because like you said this this is appealing to like an audience that they never really had a chance to appeal to yet you know because people who like superheroes are going to like superheroes regardless of what color they are right yeah but for the casual african-american moviegoer who may not be into may not be into the superhero thing they're going to go and be like yo let's fucking check this out because it looks cool a it looks phenomenal like the, all the footage you see from it looks fucking fantastic and like you said kendrick's on the soundtrack and they have wonderful like uh what's his name uh, the dude who who, 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 who plays panther what's his name oh shit Bozeman? I think it might be Bozeman. Chadwick, Chad, Chadwick Bozeman, no? Don't quote me on that. I think that's his name. Let's just call him Chad. Yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. I fucking love him. Right. And Good, good. That's a good-looking black man. I'm going to say yep. it. I stand no, by that. Definitely. Um, you know, this is appealing to a crowd that doesn't normally appeal, get a chance to you know, shine, so to speak, in the comic book realm. Uh, I think outside of Blade and Spawn, have we had another black superhero who got his own movie? Um, who got his own movie? Yeah. I don't think so. Exactly. So that's that going for them. Uh, it's PG, so like the kids are gonna be able to see it. Imagine all the you know the, the little black kids who are gonna. This is their guy. You know, I mean, this is their opportunity right. to join yeah. the party. So this to is speak. the next Static Shock. Yeah, to join the party, and it's uh, Valentine's Day weekend. There you go. So this this release has like everything it needs going for it. Yeah. To become a big box office hit, and already it's it's doing good numbers. So knowing Disney Marvel, um. They don't usually fuck up on big opportunities like this. Yep, true. They're going to hit this out of the ballpark. I mean, they have to. Yeah. You know, they have to. They're not going to, for, for like, this is this is like breaking the iceberg. Yeah. And I guess this is an opportunity, like a mar- marketing standpoint, yeah. to, to bring in a whole new demographic. Yep. Because like you said, superhero fans are going to see it regardless of what the fuck they are. Yeah. You know, but this is going to convert people. Yep into superhero fans for sure and there's no way that they're gonna be like eh, good enough they're yeah. gonna be like no get this shit right yep for sure definitely uh what else i was gonna say i had another something else to mention with it um but yeah so i'm pumped i'm gonna see it me and adrian decided already that we're gonna see it hopefully opening weekend it's gonna be packed we're looking forward to it and um also oh this is what i was gonna get to uh also for you know the, the person who does see these movies normally like me um, this is the last one before Infinity War, so this oh, is like shit. this is gonna be like the culminating thing right before the big event that so this we've been is for. knowing how their continuity works. This is probably gonna lead right into it. You're yeah. probably gonna see the Avengers at the end of that. Probably, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, so you're, you're appealing. You're appealing them. to every single side of the. You're covering all yeah. your bases, yeah. dude. You are loaded right now for that it's Infinity gonna, Wars home run. It's it's gonna go very well for them, I think. Um, and I think it's gonna be a great film and. Regardless of what people feel like it's appealing to, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, it's a man with a superhero mask. I'm down. But uh, there you yeah, go. cool. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, okay, so I think we might have covered this before, on the like a long time ago. Um, but I, I'm sure you have, you know, an opinion. What movies that exist currently or that exist that you feel should never ever be remade ever touched ever again um okay let's start off with some obvious ones yep. titanic should never be remade i agree uh schindler's list saving private ryan mm-hmm. those should never be remade in my opinion donnie darko should never be remade mm-hmm. uh quick side note donnie darko's sequel is so bad that if you like the first one and you watch the second one you now effectively hate both movies <laughs> um same goes for highlander uh <laughs> yeah that's that's how that works um things that shouldn't be remade harry potter should never be fucking touched Great. The movies aren't perfect, but they do a solid job. Yep. And if you're gonna fucking redo them, I'll wait till I'm dead. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Star Wars, don't touch it. 
mm-hmm. we're still going, but that's a different yeah. area. I think that's why they won't be touched because they have an endless fountain of stuff that they're going to keep pumping out related to it. So there's no need to remake it because we have right because there's material. Yeah, um, things that should not be remade. Back I'm like the, Back to the Future, man. Yes, don't, uh, don't touch Back to the Future. R- right, back to back with that, yeah. uh, Godfather. Yep. Don't fucking touch those movies. Don't, don't edit them. Yeah. Don't even put a new filter over the I fucking agree. lens. Mm-hmm. Do not touch those movies. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like going through like my my uh, my shelf. Yeah, I my, got you. I'm good at home. Um, I I think this is I think this is a good question. I think this is what Monday morning Disney meetings are like. They're like, hey, yeah. uh, what are we gonna remake? And somebody's like, but wait, I have a easier question. What can't we remake? Yeah, what should and they touch? they start off w- with what we can't touch. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, Greece should never yes. be touched. Um, don't I touch agree with that. John Travolta is Danny Zuko. Don't you fucking tell me otherwise. <laughs> I um, I, I doubt it's ever going to happen. I mean, like ever, because it's they're all masterpieces in their own sense. But don't you even think about remaking any of the Tarantino films? Oh no, he don't would, even. He would, I, not, he would not allow it. No way. No way. As long but, as he's breathing. But she. I'm just saying, like, do not even go in that general direction. Yeah. It done like um. As far as like movies that shouldn't even get a sequel, none of the Tarantino movies should get a sequel. There should not be a Pulp Fiction two ever. Well, there is a Kill Bill two. Well, that was the, well, one argues that Kill Bill is one movie. You know what I mean? And then Tarantino's head, it is one film. So, um, and we, like I said, we kind of knew that going into because like half the list was already dead when we got, when we got to the Kill Bill one. So it was like well, but um, yeah. So that. That's actually a really good question, Jake. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. What What else is on your list? On my list? Well, you already covered The Godfather. Um, it's kind of hard to say because a lot of the stuff that I wouldn't want to be touched have kind of been rebooted and redone, like The Dark Knight. That, those have been rebooted, so to speak. Uh, well, rebooted as a franchise. Yeah. Remade, it is another story. Yeah. I would argue that they can't remake The Dark Knight. Just because that is lightning in a bottle. Yeah. That is the epitome of a superhero movie For in every sure. sense. I agree. So uh, if they retry to do that storyline, they're going to fail miserably. None of, none of the Daniel Craig Bonds should be ever redone again. None of them. Uh, well, he's, he's doing well, another one. Any of the Bonds in general should kind of be redone. I, Even the bad ones. I wholeheartedly agree with that because you got to take Bond with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. You're going to have your hitters. You're going to have your sleepers. You're going to have your misses. And you're going to have your, wow, why do I even like James Bond movies? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Quantum of Solace also turns 10. But we don't wow. talk about that. Um, wow. No, I agree. Uh, Craig's too. Bond has its own flavor. Um, again, that's one of those lightning in a bottles. Yep. With the exception of that one redheaded stepchild that we're not going to talk about. Yeah. But, you know, don't don't touch those. Yeah. Um, going in to movies that shouldn't be remade. What about movies that have been remade but shouldn't have been? Nightmare on Elm Street. That's a good one. Um, that's a very good one, actually. Uh, Halloween. But Rob Zombie's Halloween shouldn't have been remade. Shouldn't he? Shouldn't have remade Halloween. Okay, because it was Rob like, Zombie edition. Okay. Yeah, because like it was like a prequel slash reboot, re- re- remake. All right. Remake, uh, I, I guess that's fair territory. Um, let me think off the top of my head. Movies that shouldn't have been remade. Ben Hur. Why the fuck did they remake Ben Hur? Yeah, like, I don't. Fuck. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> understand that. Um, and it flopped hard. Yeah. Um, this is not so much a remake as it was a reboot. But the Mummy, uh, the Tom Hanks one, or Tom Hanks. I wish it was Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise one. That was horrible. <laughs> and my mom will just say, <laughs> "Keep on running." Don't you dare talk about Tom Hanks that way. But um, I love oh, him. I I got some. I got some. Ones Forrest of- Gump should never be fucking touched. Yeah. No, that is sacred property. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a couple of good good ones that we haven't touched. Okay. Um, the Lost Empire of Atlantis okay. should never. Be, it had a sequel, but don't ignore it. Yeah, that should never be remade, That's live action or, or animated. I don't agree. touch it. The Road to El Dorado. That's a good one. Don't touch that fucking movie. I think Adrian didn't like it. But that's okay to be wrong. <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of good old school Disney Pixar stuff that shouldn't ever be remade. I agree with that. And Toy Story should never be. They should never try to remake Toy Story. Lion King, but they're doing it. That's oh, don't even get me fucking started. They, um, I would argue Shrek one, <laughs> but they did it as a musical, and yeah. I watched it. and It was okay. Um, 
But I'm not going to say Shrek 1 because Shrek has become what it made fun of. And I don't yeah, respect definitely. that. So th- there's a lot of good throwback. Fox and the Hound. Don't touch that movie. I think uh, to remake Old Yeller would be a mistake because I think that old-timey goodness is kind of what adds to the whole feeling. Of You're not going to... This isn't the 50s anymore. If they remake Old Yeller, Old Yeller is going to have rabies. Old Yeller is going to be a demon spawn that rapes the daughter. And <laughs> No, we don't need that. You, you got the fucking old school, the greatest generation. I th- th- this is what I, I think. We can narrow this down by saying anything made originally by Walt Disney should not be touched. That's anything fair. made by Steven Spielberg slash Robert Zemeckis should not be touched. Okay. Anything made by George Lucas should not be touched. Anything made by Francis Ford Coppola. Martin Scorsese should not be touched. Oh my god! Uh, Good fellas too. <laughs> they come back as zombies. Uh, oh yeah, dude, do not. Yeah. That's a really good one. Don't touch anything Scorsese. Uh, anything beautiful. That, as far as remakes, that shouldn't be touched. Anything by Wes Craven should not be touched at this point. Uh, Wes Craven's movies are going to die with him in a very good way. Yeah, in a very good way. Because he, um, he kind of took the whole genre and flipped it on its head. He yeah. Kinda... No, he, he absolutely did. Wes Craven is a is a master yeah. uh, writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that because yeah. he's, he's had some bad movies. But, I mean, yeah, but... But he, he can tell a good story. Yeah. I respect that. Uh, Chris Nolan, anything he does should not be touched. Um, um, yeah, I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as movies that should be... Oh, okay. Maybe movies that should be remade. The Crow. I think it, I think it yeah, needs to be Yeah, well, how many times do we need to fuck up before we get it right yeah. is, is the question on that That's one. That's a good point. Uh, that should be remade. Um, let me think. That should be remade. What? What? All right. What, what in your books justifies a remake? Is the original one bad or is it just old and kind of gritty? Like, uh, I think something. Do you think it'd be better with technology now what constitutes uh, a good remake i think it's kind of a little bit of everything uh something that maybe the original vision couldn't be captured because of maybe the limitations of the time okay i think that's something that should be touched something that was a good idea before an execution um like i'm trying to think of something else top of my head that falls within that category good idea poor execution like the pirates of the caribbean movies honestly the first one was good anything after that progressively got worse and more confusing to me so uh, I'm gonna put. Th- I'm gonna let the shit show roll on that one. I'm not gonna touch that. Yeah, <laughs> I know there's a bunch of people that argue it. I mean, they could argue it all they want, but at the end of the day, I, I wasn't. For me, like I said, I I, I thought you the weren't fir- blown away. The first one was legitimately kind of a magical experience for me, because uh, I thought it was like a really well done movie, and I think it was the characters were interesting enough. But I think there was a line after the second one in particular where they kind of just crossed it and they went kind of jumped the shark so to speak. Because it got really convoluted and confusing after that. The Goonies should never be remade. The Goonies should not be touched. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't even like the Goonies like that, but I know that there's a following for it. There, It has a cult. Indiana Jones should never you, be touched. You literally can't. Yeah. Who's going to play Indiana Jones when Harrison Ford is dead? I don't want to talk about him dying. I'll, I, I'll, I'll cry. That man is made of leather. Yeah. He is not going to die. <laughs> leather ages very well, yeah. right? No shit. He's going to live another 100 years. Harrison Ford made a conscious choice a couple years ago. To, to do Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. No, well, no, I'm saying he made a conscious decision. Oh, that turns 10 again. Oh, oh shit. Shut up with that. <laughs> You're making me feel bad, Gabe. Stop. I saw these leaders. But uh, my thing, he made a uh, conscious choice. A couple few years back, when the new Star Wars got made, he's like, I'm going to remake every fucking film that I was doing before. Or redo it, or become a cameo in it, or whatever. Because Blade, Blade Runner got it. Yep. Uh, Carton, you know, the rumors have it. Indiana Jones has, has got it coming. Star Wars got it, you know, got it done. There's like, like I said, I think he made a conscientious choice. He's like, oh, my famous roles, I'm going to hit those up again. That's I think it. he made it with the intention of hit it and quit it. Yeah, definitely. Because there's no way Harrison Ford didn't went into negotiations and said, "Yeah, put me on for all three. He was like, "No, this is you got one. Make it count. This is this is this because here's this is this is what he should. This is this is probably what happened. He's like, "All right, fine. It, he wants to get to the point where he when he's being interviewed, he wants to get to the point with oh, so somebody's like, so when are you gonna come back and do whatever character? And he's like, well, that character died, so." He's at that point where he's like, I don't want to be asked these questions anymore. Let's just kill them all off. <laughs> he's like, flip to the part of the script where he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll cut my fucking eight-figure check. Yeah, definitely. Because I think, um, yeah, I think he's at the point where he's just like, you know what? 
I'm sick of being answered when am I coming back as Han Solo? Let's just fucking kill him. And to be fair, if you uh, ever watched The Empire of Lost Dreams or whatever, the documentary about the first three Star Wars movies, okay, um, he actually didn't want to come back after Empire Strikes Back. He thought that was an appropriate time to kind of kill off um, Han Solo. But he's like, you know, George Lucas kind of nudged him in. Yeah. He's like, okay, fine. He didn't want to come back after Empire. So that's fair. I yeah. mean, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. But yeah. I'm glad he did. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if there is going to be a fifth and, you know, Indiana Jones movie, I think it's going to be the fifth and final. Yeah, definitely. He's going to be like, because Indiana Jones is probably fucking 70, 80 at this point. Dude. Yeah. There's no way. Well, how old is he in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Huh? Old dude. He, he was, that was part of the whole like plot. Oh, yeah. He was like slowing down. He couldn't. My thing is like the, the, fifth, the next one, I know that there's like a significant gap of time in between. Because, you know, he's, he's, norm, he's known for fucking with Nazis. He should fucking set, fuck with the Soviets and have, just have it be it. Have it, yeah. like, in the late, like early I 70s. Think, late what, 60s. Now, here's my argument for Indiana Jones. We love it. Yep. I I mean, I, I would even go as far as to say as people in our generation and before that grew up on Indiana Jones. I think that's a fair assumption. Um, It doesn't have a market. That's my argument. Because now people are like, wow, big explosions. And... And Indiana Jones, don't get me wrong, it was fun. It was a lot of really cool shit. Yeah. But at the same time, it was a bit of a slow burn. Yeah. Of, for a movie. I'd agree with that. Not in a bad way. No, yeah. Godfather 2 is a slow burn. Yep. F- fucking three and a half hours, but it's a phenomenal movie. <laughs> but Indiana Jones as a character, oh, cool. as a franchise, I think is is dying out. My, my thing is this. My area of contention against this is. Yes, I agree with you to a point, but also at the same time, they're making another fucking Tomb Raider. Which is kind of and how well do those do? Well, this the one's, first one with uh, uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. I was almost said Sandra Bullock. Angelina Jolie, great. Yeah. And then what? And yeah. then yeah. nose dive. My thing. Well, everybody is projecting this new one to do very well. Right, but that's propaganda spread by my, the studio. My problem with her. Well, my problem with this new. Well, first off, it shouldn't have been done the first time. It was wasn't even done that all that well the first time. Secondly. The chick they picked was it's not a good pick. She's not attractive enough. Her boobs aren't big enough. Jacob, very respectfully, that genre, that exploration, new world finding and modern day genre, Indiana Jones, uh, Tomb Raider, The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. It's dead. I hate to say it. I know. Isn't that a fucking bummer, though? It, It is dead because now it's like. Well, all right. Well, we have some crazy shit going on on Earth or some crazy shit going on in outer space or a horror movie or some shitty rom-com that we don't want to watch. That's sad, though. Or a remake. Because those are some of like the most magical films. Is that the, the ones Mummy that, 1, The Mummy 2. The ones that take you on that fucking adventure. Back-to-back back bangers. Yeah. I would argue that those are the last two great adventure, action-adventure kind of a vibes. Because those are definitely Indiana Jonesy. Yeah. That was in that genre. But mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser... And the directing style and everything made it lighthearted and fun. Yeah. I'm not going to go into it because we did a whole half hour thing on, on The Mummy. Yeah. But that is in the same vein as Indiana Jones. You, like, you know what? What bugs me is that Tomb Raider is getting a second shot. Well, technically third because they had a sequel, didn't it? Yep. A third Trail shot. of life. Yep. In theaters when we hadn't even gotten an Uncharted film yet. And Uncharted, and here's the deal. Uncharted is a film in its own, dude. That's man. a good point. That's a very good point. And I, I think at this point in my head, I'm like, can, who can play Nate Drake and who could play Sully? And in my head, I'm just like, nobody, man. Though. It's it, it's a lose situation with yeah. that. Because at the end of the day, people are going to be, oh, all right, prime example, Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> I know you're going to know there. Because <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, wow, they're making a video game movie. When has a video game movie ever done well, Jake? First Mortal Kombat. Um... 1997. <laughs> 21 years ago. Yeah, you're right. No. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I like it. I enjoy yeah. it. Um, you're right. I, I don't remember. No, you're, no, you're right. Broke you're any right. records or. No, I mean, it did well. It did well. But like you said. Well enough to spawn a sequel. Yeah. So I. Video game movies are dangerous territory. I agree. Very dangerous territory. And. And my, my favorite thing about these things, about the video game. Because people are like, oh, video games are a niche audience, right? You bring these things to the theaters, you make them. Yeah. You don't even please the fans of the video game. You piss off. Literally, these movies that they make for the, based off the video games are made for nobody. They don't please the video game fans. They don't please the casual moviegoer. Right. So, like, there's nothing. 
I mean, there's one, nothing there. Yeah, one can make an argument that I guess because they made 15 of them that the Resident Evil movies did well enough, which have absolutely okay. no base in the game okay. other than the, the name. First one is, and I okay, <laughs> loosest in in like your dog's hair is on your fucking jacket <laughs> and you could get it off with a fucking lint roller. Yeah, loosest basis off a of movie ever, but it was definitely the best out uh-huh. of the bunch, and that's not saying much. Yeah. You're saying I, who whose shit stinks the least. Yeah, that's for sure. I remember when I first started Adrian, she's like, Well, I like Resident Evil. I'm like, Oh, cool. I'm like, I'm a really big fan of the game. She's like, No, the movies I almost hung up. I'm like, Oh my god. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Here you are. Oh Six years later. Seven. Yeah. Married. Yeah. But that's besides the point. Um, but Yeah, don't do well. So you remake Tomator thirty more times. I'm not gonna watch any of them. Nobody is. I think I might check it out. Just because I'm curious. Because well, here's the deal. It's not based so much in like the the, like the like the early or the late nineties Tomb Raiders, they're based on the new game that came out, which was fucking phenomenal. I don't know if you played it. Uh, the most recent Tomb Raider that came out was like really fucking good, like very very well well done. So that's like the only reason why I'm kind of curious about it because that game was the story was very like well rounded. And when you think of a game like Tomb Raider, you don't really think of those type of you know what I mean. Hey man, if you want to go see it, by all means. Yeah, I'm, I, uh, I'm not gonna get to pick that one though. Mm-hmm. Don't even. <laughs> I will guinea pig most movies because I am optimistic. Yeah. I ain't touching that with a 10 football. I'm with you. I get you. I get you. Um, okay, now, now this brings up another topic that I think would be interesting because we just got off the video game topic. Which video games would make a good movie? On paper, in your head, make a good movie. On paper, in my head. Well, um, I, I hate to say it, but. I, the first thing that jumps to mind is Assassin's Creed because, like, <laughs> on paper, you're like, you're like, wow, this would make a really good, yeah. like, Florentine old school drama action. Yeah. It would be per. Nope. Fuck that up. Uh, do you know what, what, what I could say which one would not do well? And it's a franchise I absolutely love and adore. Metal Gear Solid would not do well in theaters, would not make a good movie because there's, there's too much going on. So confusing. Like, I told Adriana this, I explained this to her because she likes watching me play Metal Gear. I still haven't beaten Metal Gear 5. It's so hard. But that's besides the point. I told her, I'm like, I've played every single Metal Gear Solid game that has come out. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, that would make a bad one. I have no clue what is going on. Um, what would what video game would make a good movie? I think. No, that would make a shit movie. Um, what were you thinking? I was thinking Dark Souls, but you definitely have to have like a really artsy yeah. movement behind it. Oh, speaking of Dark Souls, that's getting a remake on the PS4. Huh? Uh, May 25th. So. Expect zero contact from me from that point on, because <laughs> I love that game. Yeah. Um, no, that'd have to be a really artsy fartsy movie, and still, there's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. Because the games are so immersive, dude. There's just so many hours you could dump into it. Yeah. It's it's absurd. Um, I think the storyline for Battlefront Two, you know, OG PS2, Xbox. I think uh, that storyline would make a cool, maybe not. A movie, because I don't know if you could cover that much in two hours, but like maybe a, like a Netflix. Nice. Version. I was literally about to say like a Netflix. That, that's the medium to go to. You just call, the, call the five zero first and have that be it. And all right, I was talking about this with uh with Mister Movie Locker guy. That's the medium to go to now. Why? Because there's no rush. Yeah. Look at how well Gotham's doing. Yeah. Gotham is fucking tits. Uh-huh. You want to know why? Why? Because they have three seasons to develop a villain like the Penguin, uh-huh. as opposed to half an hour of screen time. I agree. Yep. I like that. So. I'm still going through the list of what the fuck I've played. I think if you made a jackass-styled Tony Hawk movie, I think it'd do well. Yeah. I think that would definitely do well. Damn, man. That's a fucking... That's a whole culture on its own, dude. Dude, give me that fucking Tony Hawk thug thug one fucking storyline. Bro, I'm sure you could do both movies in like fucking hour 40 minutes. Well, my, my thing is like, so thug one and thug two were so totally different because the first one... While it did have its funny moments, it, it was, was a serious game. It was game. serious, but when you switch it over to two, and I, it was it was a wonderful like I was a wonderful game. I had, I played the shot of it, but when you switch it over to two, it's, it's like total dicking around, totally totally completely because Bam Margera was the moving force behind Why? Thug Two. Oh yeah, well, I'm just saying those are the, those two those games need to be remastered, and I played the holy fuck don't, out. Don't don't even bother putting HD textures on. Just yeah. make it available on the PS4. Yeah, right. Fuck shit. It. Um, oh, I just had one. Yeah, but. Quick, quick side note. I don't want to distract the audience too much. You remember those skate videos? I don't know if you ever seen those, but like Element would drop like a 20 minute, like, yeah. hey, Chad Muska. Well, I don't think he's a response for Element. He might uh, have been. Might have. But yeah, they'd be like, Rodney Mullen, you know, in, uh, in 
skate park fucking three, you know, toy machine. And yeah. those are rad. And yeah. that's how a Tony Hawk game would should be as a movie. Okay. It should be like a really cool skate video with a story. Yeah. And I dig it. You know, it's um, a fun skateboarding movie, which, but it's fun, but it's God awful. You ever see Grind? Do you ever see? Grind? Oh man, where the guy like Many he, moons he hated clowns and his his like yeah. family was yeah that fucking shit was fucking. Yep, that was you know you knew it was bad when it had um, boom by fucking pod playing Oof. yeah, yeah. <laughs> boom here comes the boom ready yeah. or not anyway yeah copy that um but um what else was I thinking what what could make a good fucking movie um. I'm actually looking at it right now. What's it called? What's that? What's the Horizon? Uh, Grand Theft Auto would be good. But uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I forget the name of the fucking title. There you go. Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I actually never finished. I haven't finished that game, but it was completely immersive. Oh. Wait, we, we totally forgot a really obvious one. The first Call of Duty Black Ops. As ah, a movie. That's there a you good go. one. That's a good one. There you go. I think that would probably the probably one of the better ones out of the yeah. Call of Duty. Well, my, my thing is like, well, outside of 3 cuz I didn't really play the campaign for 3 cuz it didn't have me. Cuz like normally when you think of these Call of Duty games, like you don't really attach yourself to like the main characters, but uh Black Ops 1 and 2, the Masons, I was attached to both of them. I thought both of them were yep. cool. Woods, they were cool. Super cool. Yeah. And the whole the, the way <clears throat> the the story panned out in the game itself, it would translate really well in yeah. the movie. Cuz you have the whole first of all, it's a Vietnam theme, so you you know, it's been done before, it's a familiar territory, yeah. you know how to work it. And then you got a whole mess load of scenes that you can work with. Like yeah. the whole, you know, at the end, the Kowloon. Yeah. In the beginning. The, there, there's a lot of beautiful set pieces. They also had the, the fucking, um, <clears throat> that big ship in the, like the Soviet. Yeah, yeah. With Reznov watching his friend get killed, which was tied into the World at War story arc. That, like, that whole thing. Beautiful. The first Black Ops story was, was so good. It's like, yeah, definitely. And then you have the whole, uh, Mason, you gotta remember yeah, things. The you numbers, know. the numbers, Mason. <clears throat> what do they mean? Like uh, between, yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be a cool movie. I'd watch it. Mm, Definitely watch that's it. A good, that's a good fit. I like right. That. That's a very good fit. Um, uh, oh man, I still remember that that scene on the docks where they have all the animals uh-huh. and shit, and you gotta like sneak through it. Yeah, that was a fun one. Good shit, man. But I feel like a lot of these modern games coming out don't really translate well. Yeah, they don't lend themselves to Skyrim. The- wouldn't be a good movie. Um, yeah. Whatever I bought. Definitely not Mortal Kombat. Not the newer ones, at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're within ten feet of me. We must fight. <laughs> That's that is the storyline for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mostly, it's eighty percent that twenty percent story. Uh-huh. Um, I'm 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 going through the games I've purchased. Um, holy shit. <laughs> I know. Oh, Gun. Gun would make a phenomenal. You never played Gun? It was like the OG cowboy movie or the OG cowboy game mm. before. Um, Red Dead, no, came out on the PS2. Wow. Or oh Xbox. no, no, I think I think I know Gun? what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're talking. About. That would make a good. There movie. was a um, again, I don't even remember the fucking title of it, but it came out a couple. I think this was still during the PS3 era, where it was essentially like a Eastern West Western mix, where it was a chick fucking running around with a samurai sword and a fucking shotgun on her back, and she would like get into like this blood rage mode where the fucking whole level would turn like red, and she would just fucking rip people apart. That would be fun. Um, what the fuck? Let me think. I, I would say um, I would never say this ever. The Last of Us should never be touched. No, that does. Don't you dare. It was made to be a game. Uh huh. You could tell. Uh, yeah. 100%. If you've ever played it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, man, this is a an interesting one, ain't it? Yeah, because it's like there's like. Like you said, there's just some games that don't let themselves like Overwatch should never like why there's nothing the like the characters enough are interesting enough, but like there's no don't thing bother. That was made to be a Yeah. Uh like Rainbow Six should never be like you know what I mean? Though well, okay, hold on. Rainbow Six Siege should never be made into a game. Rainbow Six Vegas could be made into a movie. Different story, yeah. Oh shit. Rainbow Six Vegas would be oh, a fucking man, you are taking me back to yeah. the day. Yeah. Oh, that last level on the fucking Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Lit. That was good. Lit. That's some good shit, man. Um, fuck, dude. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Four. Yeah. I think that would be in in good yeah. hands as a movie. Um, Half Life. Half Life Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. But that's that's again, um, how many toes do we want to step on with yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. 
Sure. Oh, left, I think Left 4 Dead would make a cool zombie movie. Ah, I don't know about that, man. Okay, hear me out. It's a Netflix original. Yeah. But, but here's how it goes. Whoops. So you have the different episodes as the different, like, campaigns. Okay. So the different, like, the church walkthrough, you know, Mercy. And they have, they're literally just, each episode is in itself a story. So you have the four characters. Self-contained episode. Self-contained episode. So you have them go through that whole, like, arc, that level arc. And then the next one, it's like, you know. Uh, the fucking bridge and yeah. they die at the end but that doesn't matter because the next episode they're just going through a different arc I like that yeah I think that'd be cool okay. it'd be like one of those like one off kind of le- le- I think it would pan out well man zombies zombies are gonna make a comeback it'd almost be like a because um, you know like how um, American Horror Stories like they're not connected yeah. but they're in the yes. same universe kind of mm-hmm. a deal but instead of it being like a season based dedicated on a, a group it's just like one episode dedicated Cr- crank out hour long episodes Yeah, I think that'd be enough to cover it yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that, dude. I remember. Yeah. You just make it ultra violent and just have have fun with it, you know. Especially like the last levels, like the bridge level where like everybody dies. There's always a bridge level in every game. There's a bridge level. <laughs> exactly. See. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Tony Hawk's Underground Two. Where's the bridge? Is there a San Francisco level there? No. Is it? No. No. Thug Two. Okay. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> All right. Deep cut there. Deep cut. Yeah. Um, but with that, I think that, you know, we'll let the, the audience linger on that one because I think it's about time that we. Yeah. We, no, I, I think that's fair. We ride up into the sunset. on this. I don't even know what time. Uh, Magic the Gathering would make a um, interesting movie. Yeah. I was. Gonna you s- got a lot, like especially with Jace. He's got hella backstory. Mm-hmm. All of them do. Yeah. All of them do. Um, that would be fun. And just have them be like the like the original. Uh, like sorcerer spellcasters in the go. universe. There you go. And There's ha- a lot of shit you could do with magic. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, some good shit. Right give me, give me four. One, two, three, four. Give me five one-hour-long episodes on backstory, and then the sixth episode fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Watch fucking Chandra and Jace get down. Just yeah. fucking throw those crazy spells at each other. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it, man. But other than that, I think that's that's it. That's the episode, Gabe. Yeah, what do you I think, think we covered everything. You got anything else for us this week? Um, no, no. We'll wow. go make some mac and cheese and call it a weekend. Nice. Yeah. So with that, uh, thanks guys for listening to the episode. Cool uh, beans. We having a little bit of a spike. I don't know if you recently a little bit of a spike. Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, especially y'all who who've been around since episode one and two. That's love. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep everybody posted about our new merch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, shit, if you're at Warp Tour this year, say what up. We're going to yeah. be wearing our stuff. Yeah, we're going to be wearing them jerseys this year, breaking it out. But other than that, I'm actually going to do my legitimate like, wrap-up. Sign-off. Wow, this yeah. is the first in 10 episodes. Yeah. So, uh, Gabe, what do you got on, on the social medias real quick before we wrap this uh, up? I've got nothing on the social medias. I'm nice. all worn out. So Nice. So, Twitter, Periscope, Snapchat, Tumblr, Reddit, at Second City Kids. Yeah, it's been a while since I broke this bitch out. Uh, Instagram, Second City Kids, J as in Jacob, because that's my name. Uh, www.facebook.com. Uh, forward slash, slash forward slash second city kids. Also, you can email us questions at second city kids Gmail. Uh, subscribe and rate to us on iTunes, Overcast, and Stitcher Radio. I don't even know if we're still on Stitcher Radio, but if we're there, Podbean. Yeah, we well, that's next. That's next. Also, if you want a direct link where I post this bitch up right away immediately, this shit will come up. Uh, find us at second city kids podcast.podbean.com. Also, we have a Patreon out there because I kind of need a new pooter. My poor pooter. He's not, he's not staying with us in the much longer because he's, he's on his last legs. He's, he took an hour to update this morning. An hour. Poor guy. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Find us there. Um, all that good stuff. Uh, feel free to talk to us and get at 